high tech here, bro. Like I say, I'm not a theologian. I don't have no theology degree or nothing, no statistic in intellect. But I'm going to do the best I can this morning with what I know. So, uh, let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we thank you. Once again, for another day, I pray that we use this day to carry out your will. Now, I ask your Holy Spirit to be with us this morning and put these words of wisdom on our hearts where we may carry them to the end of time. I ask you to bless the speaker that brings a message this morning. May we... uh, Totally put our focus on the word. In Jesus' name I pray for Christ's sake. Amen. So uh, today I'm going to use a platform. This platform is used to uh, educate God's people and also to educate the one that's using the platform. So y'all just kind of bear with me this morning. Our topic today is let's don't get hung up on the different names of God. Don't get hung up on the nature and his character. God only has one 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 name and it's mentioned in Isaiah. 42, verse 8. Matter of fact, let's go there. Isaiah 42, verse 8. He says, I am the Lord, that is my name. But in some of the translation, Isaiah asked God, who are you, what's your name? And he said, "My, my name is Jehovah. So that's, that's God's given name, Jehovah. All the other names is uh, nature and characteristic of our Lord and Savior. Uh, And we're going to discuss some of those names. And there's always a Bible scripture reference to the name. 
You see names such as Allah, Almighty, the Alpha and the Omega, ancient days, and so forth. But the name Allah, there's no reference in the Bible about Allah. You have to go to uh, the Quran, and that's a name that some other religions use, Muslim, Muslim, or whatever it is. They use the name Allah. But for God-chosen people, you'll see names such as Almighty, Alpha, Omega, Ancient Days in the Book of Daniel, Creator, Father, God, so forth. It's something like maybe uh, 31, 30, somewhere in the 30s, the name. So let's, let's kind of... Uh, Look at the reference of Almighty. The scripture that reference Almighty is Genesis 1, 1. So let's go down and see what it said. Most of us, we know what it said. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, showing his power. He's almighty. He is able to speak in existence of whatever he wants. So he decided to create heaven and earth, and he spoke it into existence. We'll read some of the meaning of Almighty. It has irresistible power. Oh, by the way, some of these names come from the Hebrews. Well, I'm pretty sure most of us in here can't read Hebrew license, uh, Hebrew language. So we have to have some kind of translation. And almighty, irresistible power, the Hebrew expression is El Shado, Shado or something. I, I can't pronounce these words because they come from Hebrew. You know, God almighty occurs seven times in the Bible. Let's move down to some of the other words, Alpha and Omega. Now, that's the beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. We'll look at, uh, well, let's see what the meaning is. The first and the last. The beginning and the end. Meaning there was no almighty God behold before Jehovah. You remember when I said back in Isaiah? 42, 8, 
Isaiah asked God, what's my name? What's his name? He said, my name is Jehovah. So it shows up again here. Almighty God, meaning that there is no Almighty God before Jehovah, and there will be none after him. Alpha and Omega are the first and the last letters of the Greek alphabet. So it seems like Alpha and Omega is meant for the Gentile. That's what it seems like to me. Like I say, this platform is used to <clears throat> educate God's people and also to educate the one that's in on the platform. So I'm being educated also. One of his other name is his nature and his character. In the book of Daniel is used as ancient Ancient of the days. Ancient of days. And we'll use uh, the reference to it is Daniel 7 9. Let's go there and see what it says. I keep watch until thorns were set in place. And the ancient of days. So what is he talking about? He is talking about the nature, the character of the Almighty God. You might would look, you might would think he would be, uh, mentioning his name right here, Jehovah. But he's speaking of the characteristics of God. The clothes was white like snow, and the hair on his head was was like clean wool. His thorn was flames of fire. His wheels were a burning fire. So by the way, let me mention this right now for myself. When I was studying this, <clears throat> so I have a back problem. And it hurts a whole lot sometimes when I get up. I can't move around like I want to. <clears throat> but when I was studying this, it uh let me know that there is power in the Word of God. There's power in His Word. Just study His Word. There's power. So I was in deep, deep thought, deep in the lesson as far as I can go with my understanding. So I thought I heard somebody at the door or something had me to get up and move. I, I jumped up and walked like normal purpose people to the door. I said, what's going on here? Then I thought, I said, there's power in the Word of God. So if you're sick, feeling bad, depressed, don't go to the medicine cabinet because you're probably already on that. Get in the Word. Get deep in the Word. 
you'll be all right. So let's go down to uh, another character of God is creator. Uh, to explain that a little bit, it would be like he brought all things in existence. Let's look at Isaiah 40, 28 and see what, what the prophecy is. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Jehovah. Now that name is again the name of God. Jehovah. The creator of the ends of the earth is good, is God for all eternity. So the creator, he has the power to create things without even movement. Just like speaking the heavens and the earth in existence. Although the scripture says six, six days it took to do this. But when you look at, see, see I'm getting into something now that's a little deep, and I, I'm watching my brother over there. I know he got something to say about this. Uh, when you get into six days, you're talking about human time. But six days of God's time, you don't know. So one Sunday, somewhere down the line, when we do, uh, <clears throat> we need somebody to do Sunday school, or maybe the pastor might preach the sermon one day. Uh, the clock of the clock of our Almighty God had nothing to do with Rolex, Boulevard, Timex. Had nothing to do with that, but uh, we'll, we'll study that a little bit more. Why is that person that rang the first bell? <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> this is this is a hot place and it's a responsible place too. You have to somewhat know what you're talking about when you're here, you know. Because like I say before, it's used to educate God's people and also to educate yourself. So now we're getting into another characteristic of God, which is Father. Like I said at the beginning, we don't want to get hung up on all the names. <clears throat> but they are good to know because I have a scripture for this. Let's go to, uh, let me see here. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 12, 7 and 11. This talks about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. 
And then after we read that, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody's kind of familiar with that. So I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But those scriptures will point you to Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. Those, let's go there. Those are the ones that should know Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. Let me see here. So I read it here. It says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, teachers. He gave them the full knowledge of all the characteristics of God. Those are the ones that suppose and should know these. Should know <clears throat> the characteristics like all these names I'm going over. Father, God, and Creator. But as you get deeper down into the word, you will see Jesus Christ manifested, God manifested in the flesh on the cross being crucified for our sin. I messed this thing up here. Being crucified for our sin. He cries out to his father and he calls him Abba. Now, some will want to know what does Abba mean. It's just like uh, just like you being punished by your earthly father, you'll cry out, Daddy. And that's what Abba means in the Hebrew language, translated into English, Father. So that's what he was crying out to him with the punishment. So... And asking him if any way possible, let this cup pass. But also let your will be done. So he had to go through that. And another thing I, I meant to, forgot to mention when we was talking about all the characteristics of God, Father, Creator, so forth, it's like uh Larry the cable man, Joe the plumber, you know. You have different kind of characteristics like that. So you might look at these names somewhat in that order, you know. The creator that brought things into existence. The father, the life giver, and so forth. Matter of fact, let's look at father. Matthew 6, 9. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. It said, you must pray in this way. Our Father in heaven, let your name be sanctified. So, 
Our Sunday school teacher, he's been doing a lesson on prayer, how important prayer is. You are to pray. But there's a certain way to pray, you know. You, you don't want to go into prayer bag, just, you know what I mean. You want to ask the Father in a respectable way of the things that you want. Say, if I want to pray for my brother here, I have to pray in a respectable way that where it will be beneficial to him and everybody else. Selfish prayer goes so far back on the shelf, you might not never see him answer, you know. So those are the things you have to do. Another character in the nature of God. Let's go. Let's do uh, where God is identifying Himself. God of God, the supreme God, in contrast with the worthless God, worshipped by some. Let's talk about the idols. You don't want to put God, Jehovah, in with the idols. Let's see what Deuteronomy 10, 17 says. I can get these verses kind of fast because I'm dealing with high-tech stuff here. I'm going to have to hold this mic. Here's that name again. Jehovah, your God, is the God of all gods. And the Lord of lords, the God great, mighty, awesome, inspiring, who treats none with partiality, and does not accept a bride. Bride. So we have to be careful when we be worshiping. We got to know who we are worshiping in. I don't know where I go down through all of these uh, names, <coughs> but uh, what I want to get to is the name that Jehovah, our God, want us to get hung up on, and that shows up in uh, Acts 4. Let's go to Acts, Acts 4, 12. I kind of wait till we all get there because all of us need to read this. 
I think Sunday school is too long. It should be. <laughs> it should be about 20 minutes. <laughs> and they make it an hour or so. But uh, the verse says, salvation is found in no one else. Now, some of you might want to know who is the no one else. Well, we know who that is. But there is no other name. Name he ever identified the person under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Now let's go back up to verse 10. Then know this, and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that we are saved by. So that's the name to get hung up on. I suppose all of this is supposed to be at the end of the at the end of the lesson, but I went there a little early because that was on my mind, see. This position here made me feel like Peter stepping out on water. I know I can't walk on no water, but here I am standing up here and I'm stepping out with the help of the Holy Spirit. So let's go back with some of the other names here. Uh, there's one that he's referred to as the Grand Maker. Grand Maker bought all things in existence. See, they got all these. Uh, character and nation name, but we're talking about God. So this is why I say don't get hung up on all these names. Get hung up on Jesus Christ. That's what we need to do. Right, right. Right. Amen. Let's see what Revelation 4.11 says. Revelation 4, 11. The Grand Maker. You are worthy. Yeah, Revelation 4, 11. Now that name again, Jehovah. That's God's name, Jehovah. So ever not dimly. We're not supposed to forget this. You put other titles on it, this and that. If, if you keep doing that, eventually you might kind of fall into worshiping an idol or something. But he's telling you, my name is Jehovah. You are worthy, Jehovah, our God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power, because you created all things. And because of your will, they came into to existence and were created. 
That's a grand maker. See, I'm not going over all of these uh, these names that we want to give God. But here's another one that stands out. <clears throat> you remember when... Uh, man, I'm going to throw this thing on the floor in a minute. <laughs> you remember when... Uh, Moses asked him, said, what shall I tell the people? And he said, tell them I am that I am. You know. So right there he's kind of separating, he's separating himself from the idols. I am that I am. And I am Jehovah, your God. But he didn't tell Moses to tell him I'm Jehovah. He just said, tell him I am that I am. Because they haven't come to the saving knowledge yet, you know. Let's read some of the <coughs> characteristics of I am that I am. Becomes what it Whatever is needed to fulfill his purpose, the praise has also been translated. I will become whatsoever I please. Uh, I will become what I choose to become. That's why I should tell him I am what I am. And he's uh, explaining to them. That he'll be whatever he want to be. back to his nature. I am what I say I am. You know. And also Brother Jasper is here. Mm. So listen here. I will become what I choose to become. The description helps explain the personal name Jehovah given in the next verse. Let's look at Exodus 3.15 for a minute. Yeah, Exodus 3.15. Since we're talking about Moses and so forth. He said, Exodus 3, verse 15. Then God said once more to Moses, 
This is what you should say to the Israelites. That that name is again, Jehovah, the God of your forefathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is how I am to be remembered from generation to generation, to be remembered by his name, Jehovah. And before I before I got saved, I thought Jehovah was for Jehovah Witness. I ain't no Jehovah for me too. You know, I thought it was just for Jehovah Witness. That's before I got saved. But once you get saved, a whole lot of knowledge pours within you. So just be ready for that. The moment you get saved, you will be filled. It's where the, the old saying come that I must decrease so God and the Holy Spirit can increase. You have to be aware of those things. Babe, did you ring that bell? Yeah. There you go. Five more minutes. <laughs> some of that too. But I can't, I can't remember everything like you can. But God is just like the like his nature is God Almighty. I am the power. Uh, yeah. Exodus 3, 11. Well, let's see what we're talking about here. Yeah, Exodus 3, 11, and then 14. I'll read it. It said, But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? You said 14. Fourteen. Hold on, just a minute. God said to Moses, I am 
who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. So he's letting him know that I am the Almighty One. I am the one that you are to worship, Jehovah. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's coming up next here. So we'll move on to some more of the name. <coughs> uh, Lord. Now we're getting down to uh, some of the personal characteristics of the Father. I am your Lord. For I, let's see, Psalms 135. In the fifth verse, Psalm 135, fifth verse. By the way, uh, they said Jehovah is mentioned about 7,000 times in the Bible. So I'm coming up on another one here. But I will know. That Jehovah is great. This is in Psalms 135.5. I was Lord is greater than all gods. So, Another one, most high. We, we want to call him most high, which, which he is the most high. But remember, don't get a hung up on just most high. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save you, and he took the name Jesus Christ. Psalm 47, verse 2. He said, But Jehovah, the Most High, is all inspiring. He is the great king over all of earth. See, every time they talk about this, you can see God expressing his name. Jehovah, identifying itself as Jehovah instead of Most High or Holy One or Creator. He is identifying himself as Jehovah. But yet still, the name you want to get hung up on is Jesus Christ. That's the name to get hung up on. These characters I was talking about in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12, preachers, pastors, 
teachers, prophets, and all of them, they are the ones to know all of this stuff right here we're talking about today. But I chose this subject because I asked the pastor about three months ago to preach a sermon on this, and he said, it probably will come up later, but not knowing that I'll be doing it in the Sunday school, you know. See, the pastor always do me like that. It seems as though him and Jehovah got some personal things going on, you know. So, uh, but like I say, when I was studying this, the Word of God is such a joyful experience. You know, you sit down, you open up the book. You might be feeling down and out emotionally, physically, but just continue to study his word and you can feel yourself being empty from yourself and being filled with the likeness of God. So it's amazing, really. So I'm on a I'm not going to close right here, but if anybody want to say anything about the character of God, one more thing before I forget. Did I hear a bell? Oh, no. We don't need no bell now. I'm ready to go now. But look here. This is, this, this is important here. Uh, you talk about Jehovah, what is Jehovah Jireh, the different aspects of Jehovah. I'm going to hold this. All right. Now, the word Yahweh. I want to get this right. The Jews kind of did away with Yahweh for the Greeks and the Gentiles. Because that name, Yahweh, they figured was too sacred to come off of the lips of the Gentile and, and the Greek. In other words, they, they weren't sinful, the Jews weren't. It was the Gentiles and the Greeks, so they weren't supposed to speak this word, Yahweh. And that's why another... Name come up. What what is that? Adorian? Adorian? Where is it? What is it? Yeah. That's, and then that's where you come up with all his name. Elohim and El Shadow. Because these words took the, the place of Yahweh. And we weren't supposed to mention the name Yahweh. But uh, I hope this little dab of information has been beneficial to everybody because it's beneficial to me. And uh, I just decided to do this. I was going to do uh, uh, the part that our Sunday school teacher, Melvin, where he left off at. But I said, no, nah, I'm going to let Melvin do his because he's done researched that. And I've been 
kind of touching on this for a month or so, so I decided to do this. So like I say, further on down, somebody might do something on the difference between God's time and our time. See, there's a difference. But, like I say, I hope it's been enjoyable. So let's close with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for who you are in our lives. I pray that you will continue to be the burning flame on our hearts, that the words of wisdom will find a resting place upon our hearts, that we may carry them from now on. And, Father, we just thank you. We pray for the message that come forth today, that it will be an enlightening message and it will touch each and every one of our hearts. Father, we just thank you once again for who you are. And I ask you to rain down your blessing upon your people, the blessing of protection, healing, wisdom, and knowledge. We just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. All right. Oh, that's that bell. <laughs>